Welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. We are back with you today. And you guys, the summer continues on. The summer of Side Project. Side Project Summer continues as this week we talk about the fabled Chino Marino side project team sleep and their album team sleep we're going to get all into this record talk all about it as we venture through side project summer but before we get into that you guys a lot's been going on and it's very important that we talk about who's tweeting who's tweeting who is and more importantly who is rocketing up the charts rocketing up them charts it's us (laughs) Uh, uh, we (laughs) are oh yes that's right we are number 122 on the new zealand charts one two two yeah and 101 on the finnish charts there in finland so we're on the chart hey we're high enough that we register on a chart yeah we're out in bulgaria but I think that's temporary. Oh, I do too. <laughs> Me too. We're going to have a Bulgarian comeback. I can feel it. Uh, that Bulgarian bump, it's happening. It's going to happen. Oh, the Bulgarian bump? You know yeah. it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So thanks to everybody in the New Zeal, and thanks to everybody in the land of Finns. In the New Zeal. <laughs> if that wow. isn't the nickname for your country, it is now. It is now, baby. Uh, we've also got to talk about who's actually tweeting at us. And that, Jenny, is the end for you's, end for us, end for us. What do they got to say? They say, while they were never able, I, whatever you're called, thank you. <laughs> Lauren <laughs> is dadding it out. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm he out of it. He gave you a lot of options. You try them all on, whichever one feels the most comfortable. <laughs> Wear that. Uh, they hey, say, Lauren is not your family <laughs> in no. for use. <laughs> no no and if you want to let us know how you'd like that pronounced just uh just just let us know uh they say while they were never able to get a full album off the ground here's a demo track by kush the early 2000s side project of be real stephen carpenter ray and wolbers of fear factory wow what a combo what a room to be in that feels like a. Like you're just you're sitting at the bar and somebody somebody nudges you. You know, Jenny, you're at the bar with Mitch pre COVID, obviously, or hopefully post COVID. And he goes, Jenny, is isn't that Wolbers from Fear Factory? And then you go, Well, wait, isn't that Steven Carpenter from Deftones? And then Matt, you come out of the bathroom and you go, You know who's in the bathroom? Be real <laughs> from Cypress Hill. I didn't bug him. He was at the urinal, and I'm respectful. That's what this feels like. It feels very random. Matt, did we? Did I properly send you this link? Here, satisfied from Kush with a K, baby. (laughs) 
uh, some ridiculous punch-in. I'm going to say something I've never said before in my life. Give me that kush. <laughs> oh. Wow, there you go. <gasps> puff, puff. You never know. Pass it to Lauren. Pass yeah. it over to me. That was pretty good. You guys, I, I say it. Get back in the booth together post-COVID. Let's get a full-length kush album. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. I think, if anything, I I, I hope they're all in a group text right now. Like, guys. I didn't realize what we had. COVID's made me re- rethink everything. Cush, 2021, let's make it happen. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. I'm sending it out. I'm sending it out into the universe. Don't let no, me down, universe. <laughs> um, Get it oh. together, well, universe. Uh, Jenny, we also got sent, and this was sent to us by a couple people, uh, this article from the PRP. Oh, yes. Crazy Town debuts The Life I Chose featuring Hero the Hero. So, yeah, they have a self-directed video for their new single. It was released. uh, Matt, do you have that link? I do. Yes. This is from June 5th. So, would you like to hear a little of Crazy Town Hero the Hero with the life? It, it's it's uh, it's only fair. I choose. All right, <laughs> that was a big pause for the life I choose. Here we go. I'm going to say it. If no one else will, they still got it. Yeah, they're still doing it. That is exactly what I would hope Crazy Town would be doing in 2020. Um, AKA 2020. 2020. That's right. Oh, yeah. I feel like COVID kind of took that out a little bit. Yeah, it took the winds out of the (laughs) sails of the old 2020. 2020. But um, I don't love the verses, but the chorus, I was like, that's Crazy Town. That's that they're doing it. Jenny, what'd you think? I mean, I think that my feelings about Crazy Town are well documented in the history of this podcast, and they remain intact. So there you go, there you go. And you know what? Shifty Shellshock did indeed rep the Roach with the help of Scott Bowling. So yeah, did great. We also got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? We got an email from Brianna Wolf. Subject line, Black Voices in New Metal. 
She said, hey, Roach Coach, just wanted to send you some of my favorite bands that are fronted by people of color and tackle issues such as racism, politics, and police brutality. First up is Fire from the Gods and their second album, American Sun. Released last year, this album has a song that has a get-the-fuck-up start and a feature from Sonny from P.O.D. Check out the song, All My Heroes Are Dead. Next up is Backwards. That's with the Z. Fronted by the original vocalist of Fire from the Gods. They have heavy political leanings, but in a different way than most bands, as their lead singer is described in their bio on Spotify as a Christian an, uh, anarcho capitalist, capitalist libertarian. Okay. Check out their album, Veracity. It's not very respectful of your time, but it is full of bangers like self ownership. Okay, thank you. Uh, High Row the Hero feels a little less new than the other two, but he uses plenty of elements from it. Here's what might just be his bodies. Oh, my God. And she puts a link to that. And then uh, Fever 333 aren't really new metal, but they feel very adjacent to it and worth a mention. Send a link to them as well. Thank you guys for being silent this week, and thank you all for the podcast. I finally made it through all the episodes from the first year of Roach Coach, and the podcast has felt like such a bright light in these times. Roach Rider for life, Brianna Wolf. Thank you, Brianna. Which one should I dip into for a little, uh, <sighs> little teaser? Um, I got four choices, baby. Uh, I'm going to pick one, and then, Jenny, you pick one. So I'm going to pick. I need to know what Hyro the Hero's body sounds like. That's what I need to know. All right. Well, let's take a listen. This is Get the Fuck Up by Hyro the Hero. Get your ass! A lot of I shit like going on lot. here. If they go back to that, get the fuck up. I, I need it. Come on. I need to hear one. Do it. Do it. Oh, do it. Get your ass. There it is. Yeah. That's how you fucking do it. I got a three word review for it. I love it. There you go. Wow. Wow. Jay, uh, you know what? I want to hear backwards because I need to hear what a Christian anarcho capitalist libertarian sounds like all right this is self-ownership willfully ignorant the knowledge you won't get none but don't get it twisted i too was dumb and then some support a politician sit back in that twiddle his thumbs not understanding that you got your clothes in
just for peace and we revisit this four years later. The state itself is based on death that can't be fixed. So realize you own yourself and no one else. expecting that chorus i i you know what that's like being in a circle pit and then all of a sudden you get hit with a howard zinn book you know just like out of nowhere like who brought a book in the pit wow jenny what'd you think of that i thought it was a ripper i wasn't expecting that chorus either but you know the first time i ever heard of noam chomsky was at like a hardcore show so it might not be that far. Yeah. That far that far away. Yeah. Uh I got a bunch of Noam Chomsky books <laughs> at a hardcore <laughs> show. Read them and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> um so No get in here. What a merch yeah. table. What a merch it, table. Yeah, it, We have know. the 7-inch and here's the Noam Chomsky book. <laughs> yeah, 2002 was a hell of a year for me. I'll tell you that much. Uh yeah. I liked it. Thank you so much, Brianna. Uh, those recommendations are great, and I, I, I definitely want to hear more. So, thank you. Thank you. Um, we also got some feedback from our episode on prison. We sure oh, yeah. did. Timothy John Henderson said, Man, this album came out of left field. Killer band, thanks for the introduction. You are welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Brianna Wolf said, since you all love this album so much, let me recommend the band that got me into prison, Weeping Wound. They have a song that features Johnny from prison on their EP, but I'll point y'all to their album, Pain. Take away all the positivity of prison. (laughs) Add in Cane Hill without any of their fun, then add in some Slipknot, you got Weeping Wound. Okay. You ready for some Weeping Wound? I, I mean... When you've taken away, let me just let me just do the new metal math on this. So we're subtracting the positivity of prison. We're taking Cane Hill. We're adding Cane Hill. We're subtracting their fun, and then we're just putting Slipknot on it. Here's I Weeping mean, Wound. Let's do it. Yeah, I got it. Brianna Wolf is fucking coming for the throne, baby. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is it, you know, I got to tell you, if you go to Brianna's house, you know, a lot of people's houses are made of wood, brick, mortar. Hers is made of nothing but rippers. <laughs> What's this house built on, rippers? The house was built on rippers. Oh, man. Solid ripper foundation. Nothing's, nothing's moving this thing. 
Thank you, Brianna. All right. Thank you, Brianna. Josiah Russell says, so many of my favorite things all wrapped up in a nice little package. New Roach Coach app. Talking about prison. Referencing Anal Cunt and Grindcore. <laughs> Not my favorite Grindcore band, but definitely my favorite genre. Referencing Nails, Cannibal Corpse, and Cattle Decapitation. Loved it, guys. Thank you, Josiah. We appreciate it. Thank you. Gareth Davies says, I can see why this one rocketed to the top of the long list. Sounds like a killer album, maybe even EP at around 20-ish minutes of actual songs. Can I recommend Lansing, Michigan's Of Virtue? They're more metalcore than new, but regardless of canon eligibility, I think you guys would really enjoy them. Um, Don't have a link for them here, so we will investigate Of Virtue. But thank you, Gareth. Marco uh, Rover C says, impressive. Thank you. Thank you, Marco. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and uh, Jenny, you can take this one from Ronnie Neely. Oh, thank you. Uh, Ronnie Neely says, great episode. Uh, one, these guys rock. Thank you for putting, thank you for using your platform to show us awesome current bands. Musically speaking, this episode was one of my favorites in ages. We definitely need to start a petition to get Putney to produce Prison and give them his tonality. Will Putney guitar plug-in sweet trademark touch. Uh, Two, I love Jenny's and everyone else's genuine enthusiasm for this record, which leads me to my third point. Three, regarding other genres brought up in the Pantera discussion, just putting in my two cents that I'd listen to you guys talk about any genre. Truth be told, I haven't been into new metal since the come down, aside from a couple artists. I listen to Roach Coach because I love hearing you three talk about music in general and goof around. The Ross Robinson Spotlight was my favorite month of Roach Coach because of the variety you guys covered. Cough. More producer spotlights, please cough. You guys offhandedly mentioned a ton of non-new metal bands that I love and I'd kill to hear you talk about. Don't kill anybody, Ronnie. Of course, this isn't to diminish your show or anything. I respect that it's a new metal podcast and everything you're doing for the genre. But if you guys run out of albums to talk about, I'm sure most of us Roach Riders and Indigo Angels would stick around for your next project. Smiley face. Four, just want to give you another thank you for everything you do for the show. If you can't put out a new episode every week, we will understand. Stay safe. Oh, this is the beginning of COVID. Simpler times. Uh, five, how in the fuck can you talk about coronavirus and not the shaggy two-dope COVID scare? Oh, that's oh, right. That's he was right. hospitalized. He's fine. Six, put Corn's first album in the can. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> ah, there it is. <laughs> that's a hell of a list, Ronnie. Thank you uh, so yes. much. Guys, uh, before yeah. we go further... I yes. have found of virtue, and I feel like we've been listening to a lot today. Why we got to do okay. another. Let's do it. Yeah, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Here's, I'm, he gave us no guidelines. He just said of virtue, so I'm going yeah, with the Gareth, number one. You didn't most tell pop- us. You didn't is, tell is, us. Is this a cover of Labouche? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Alone. It's from of virtue. It's their number one track. So here we go. I love a good come on. 
I love a come on. We don't get a lot of come ons. We get a lot of yeahs. We got our get the fuck ups that we always hear, but we don't get a lot of come ons. It was good to hear a come on. This song, the riff reminded me a bit of one of my favorites, Shame by Stabbing Westward. Always, always a good reference point. So I enjoyed that. Jenny, what'd you think of that one? I'd be curious to hear more. Uh, Sounds pretty good. And I always love a good close to home band. So Lansing, Michigan, not too far from us. Not at all. Hey, I went to I went to college in East Lansing for two years. I lived there for two years. I went. I sh- didn't show up to class much. <laughs> Jenny, you practically cool. in this band. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm in everything that that's in Lansing because I lived there. I slept in a dorm room there for two years. Um, so pretty much an institution in that area. All right. Well, there you have it. That is it for Who's Tweeting. Thank you, everyone who wrote in and sent us your racks. Keep sending us these racks, these hot riffs. We're loving it. Send them over, Roach Coach, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Matt, what's going on with them teas? Tea time. Yeah. The Activate the Pit t-shirt is back in business. We are printing them in July. We are sending them off. If you buy a t-shirt, you will have the opportunity to be entered into a contest to win a signed, a fully fully signed and signed hybrid theory poster. Uh, Pictures up on um, Facebook, I guess. Maybe Instagram. Check those things out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a real poster signed by every uh, member of Lincoln Park from uh, Hybrid Theory, and it's fucking great. And you know what? Another person's going to win a signed Tenacious D poster. <laughs> what? We there mentioned it last week. Why not make that dream come true? Let's make it happen. Um, because this isn't a um, pay-to-play thing if uh, you need to enter the contest independently. Uh, there will be a way to do that, um, I think, at gabbermedia.com slash contest. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Always you know, a lot going on. You know, Always. I watched Wild Hogs the other week. Mitch and I, Sweet Mitchell, thank you. Sweet Mitchell just brought me a Topo Chico. Oh. We watched oh. Wild Hogs the other week. And Kyle Gass is in Wild Hogs. So if you ever decide, if you ever scroll through every free fucking movie that's available to you, go by Oscar winners and interesting films. You're like, you know what? Let's just, let's just watch Wild Hogs. Know that you have a, guy, a Kyle Gass surprise waiting for you. Just know that. There you go. All right, then. All that aside, you guys... It's a side project summer. Side project summer. And the second album of side project summer is Team Sleep by Team Sleep. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released in Europe on May 9th, 2005, and in the U.S. on May 10th, 2005. Should be noted that this album was supposed to be released in 2003, but was scrapped due to the premature leakage of demos from the album onto the internet. This was a time when that happening would prevent somebody from releasing an album. Just remember when. 
Indeed. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. History with Team Sleep. I had this record. I was aware of Team Sleep because I was a fan of the Deftones or just Deftones. I'm sorry, not a true fan. (laughs) 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 Got to be careful. I liked this record. I actually, speaking of Lansing, I was driving back and forth to Lansing a lot when this was released. So uh, I listened to it a lot on some of my little jaunts. It's a nice, it was a nice night drive for me. But yeah, that's really it. I I never got super duper into it, but it was around and I enjoyed it. Lauren, how about you? So yeah, I was well aware of Team Sleep, you know, as a big fan of Deftones. No thee. No thee for me. And uh, just well aware that, you know, Chino had this this mythical side project. You know, you I remember it had been built up like, man, Chino's got something. He's got something locked and loaded with this Team Sleep. You ain't ready for this Team Sleep. And then I think it was, yeah, like you said, 03, we got the Matrix Reloaded soundtrack, which had a Team Sleep song on it, which I thought was pretty killer. And I thought, oh, snap, are we getting a whole album of this? And then the leak happened, and I had the leak, but I really don't remember anything about it. I just remember having the MP3s in my Winamp. And, uh, Winamp? In my Winamp, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then when the record finally came out in 05, it kind of felt like a little late. Too like, late. I was like, like, I was like oh, now, now we're getting a Team Sleep record. Okay. Yes. That was, I had a burned copy of the leak. I did okay. not have the copy because I was like, because I remember a friend of mine made me a burned copy of that leak and a burned copy of music to make love to your old lady by, by Lovage. Oh. And I listened to those quite a bit mm. the same time. So that would have been 2003, 2004. Okay. I just need you to know the timeline. <laughs> I mean, thank you. I mean, yeah, because I remember, um, yeah, 2000, yeah, so summer 2003, that's, uh, as I've said before, best summer of my life, uh, summer semester of college in between my junior and senior year. So I'm like, that's that's the summer of Deftones self-titled. That's the summer of Fountains of Wayne, Welcome Interstate Managers. That's the summer of Third Eye Blinds, Out of the Vein, Hot Summer. Also, Matrix Reloaded soundtracks get this Team Sleep song. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. But then we don't get anything. 05 comes around. And I don't know. 05, it just felt like a different world at that point. You know? I'm in a block party. I'm in the LCD sound system. I'm uh, listening to uh, Nine Inch Nails with Teeth. I'm thinking, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a decent you know, response it's, to that album. It's fine. It's good. And uh, And so this record, I remember picking it up day of. And it, it it did not leave an impression with me. And so uh, coming back to it, and the thing is, though, is that this is back when I was buying CDs, and you know, you had to get that money's worth, baby. You know, so you're like, God, I got to give this thing a couple spins. I got to give this thing some spins, give it some time, earn them dollars back. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, I don't think it was a record I normally made to, all the way to the end of. So it was interesting to revisit it, which in a lot of, a lot of these songs felt like a uh, visiting for the first time. Matt Nas, history of Team Sleep. None. <laughs> there we go. Simple, <laughs> easy Simple. peasy. Jenny, you and I are like, we got the leak. Oh, it's too soon. Matt Nas, blissful. 
just oh <laughs> three to oh five, just like floating on a cloud. Are you kidding? I was so into Block Party back then. I'm still, <laughs> I still love Silent Alarm. <sighs> what a record! What a Fucking record! Cover to cover on that bad boy. Matt Tong's drums. Do not underrate them drums. Them drums. Right. Them drums. Tight. Never listen to Block Party. Jenny, you I are underrating cool. them drums. I was too cool. I was too cool. I, it sounds like I missed out. Jenny? Just, I was too cool. When we are hey, done recording. Don't worry about it. No. No, Matt. When you are done recording, <laughs> I don't care what time it is, because it's 10 o'clock right now, you listen to Silent Alarm. It's 60 fucking minutes. Enjoy. I'll listen to it eventually. All right. On my time. Okay. <laughs> if I've been too cool. On my time, Senator. On my time. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, so, Jenny, who's uh, who's in Team Sleep? That's a great cue. Um, there are lots of conflicting uh, accounts out there, a lot of conflicting information. Mm-hmm. What I know for sure is Team Sleep is comprised definitely of our boy Chino Marino from Deftones. And his high school bud, Todd Wilkinson, if we are to believe Wikipedia for the personnel on this record, this would also uh, include Rick Verrett on uh, bass for several of the tracks, Zach Hill on drums for uh, several of the tracks, and DJ Crook on a lot of programming turntables and keyboards. We also have... Uh, a whole ton of guests on this record, uh, and we will get to those in time. In time, indeed. Producers on this record. So, Jenny, you said that, yeah, the, the, the credits for this record are bananas. Based on the credits on the back of the CD versus the credits that are in the liner notes. As I said, I have a physical copy here, got a day of there's there's a lot of people involved not all of them are credited so we'll start or credited correctly from what i can tell so we'll start jenny with the who, who who's credited as producers on the wiki on the wiki we have greg wells team sleep and the angel ross robinson holy shit indeed so you have ross robinson listed on a couple of these tracks and but then also on a bunch of these tracks according to the liner notes one, Terry Date. So it's a who's who of new metal producing this thing, along with Greg Wells, who is most known uh, for working with people like Adele, John Legend, Rufus Wainwright. Imagine this record sound like Rufus Wainwright. Oh, imagine. Boy. <laughs> imagine. It doesn't, by the way, but imagine if it did. Oh, boy. Yeah, so a lot of yeah, the the, the credits on this thing are there, there's a I, I was texting you Joe about this Jenny that there's a one song that starts up and it says that Chino's singing and I'm like, um, I've been listening to a lot of Deftones records in my life. This ain't fucking Chino singing right now, uh, yeah. but we'll get to that. Um, what are the uh, what are the genre tags on this? Uh, the genre tags are alternative rock, electronic, trip hop, and shoegaze. Mm. And this was released on Maverick Records. Which mm. always just reminds me of the movie Maverick, which, how did that movie get made? <laughs> that's the a question for the TV ages. series, I guess, Once Upon a Time. Ah, uh, that's right. Uh, well, anywho, 
<laughs> Still didn't need to happen. I don't, I don't think I really uh, answered the question. Uh, yes. Um, so, yeah, as Jenny said, um, this record was basically done. It was leaked, and then they redid the whole thing. So songs were altered or re-recorded. Um, so one song, um, uh, the song Ever, was originally titled Cambodia and the later called Foreign Flag. Uh, Live from the Stage is a restructured version of a song called Natalie Portman. Just a, a lot of different stuff going on here where they're just changing things, moving things around. And uh, I, uh, I pulled up a couple of the other versions on YouTube after listening to the album a couple times. And um, I started listening to them, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was like, ah, it's fine. I believe the wiki. <laughs> I don't need to dive into this too deep. Um, and uh, critically um did all right ultimate guitar nine out of ten sputnik music four out of five all music three out of five and pitchfork 6.1 out of ten album art i gotta say this seems pretty much on point for what i would expect from a chino shoegaze electronic alt rock trip-hop record this looks to be a lady in repose with some pearls and uh is she wearing like a nightie Maybe? Some sort of some yeah. sort of chemise. It looks Shimmies, like. Yep. Oh, I I unfolded it. Oh boy, yeah. She's got some stockings on. She's in her undies, you guys. Um, and she is <laughs> smoking. Uh, she's seductively smoking a cigarette. She's in her undies, you guys. <laughs> guys, get this. You guys, she's don't in tell her my mom. <laughs> she's in her undies, guys. Straight undies up. <laughs> All uh, right, that's all I got to say about this liner notes. So we know what we know. Uh, there was only one single released from the album. No music videos that I could find, so don't worry about that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess I guess uh, I guess we can just dive into this thing. If we got nothing else to say, nothing else here. All righty, let's do it. Uh, the first track is called Ataraxia. Definitely moody. 
Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on the track? It definitely set the tone for the record, I'd say. It's moody. It's interesting. Um, I like it. There's nothing about it that like super stands out to me. It just just sort of sounds like in like ambient kind of electronic pop song. I liked it. Thought it was good, but I don't have anything exciting to say about it. What do you think, Lauren? I wrote in my notes that it's uh, you know Moody Chino. We got those electronic textures that he'd been messing around with on White Pony and a little bit on the self-titled. Uh, it's sort of rocking. Not really rocking, but sort of rocking. We've got more of the water imagery that Chino loves. And I wrote in my notes, shoegazing? Question mark. And it gets a little spacey vibe at the end. I remember when I put this album on for the first time going, oh, if this is the whole record, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's, let's go if this is the whole record. Spoiler alert, it is not. And so I, uh, I always was well, like, oh, see yeah. See you next week, everybody. See you next week, everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I always thought like, oh, this is, you know, strong start always thought it was a strong start looking at the lyrics though i mean it is one of those things though where it's still it feels minor do you know what i mean like it doesn't feel like in the way that like you know like oh it's a side project it doesn't feel as that the lyrics are vaguer than i think a chain than like a deftone lyrics would be it just seems a little bit less involved and but i don't think necessarily like based on everything else I could tell, I mean, Chino definitely did care about this project, but I think it was like he's going more for like a vibe more than like an intensity. Like I think it's pretty clear that Deftones were going for intensity, and here it's more of like a vibe. Matt Nas, thoughts? Um, I am enjoying it. This is right up my alley. Very much in line with some of the, this song is in line with the Sneaker Pimps. Um, that kind of vibe. Um, but definitely got that Chino spin on it. Why does it sound so thin? There isn't like any bottom end to the track. And maybe it's just listening on these headphones and the way that we're listening to it. But I was definitely missing the bass. Matt, it is not your headphones. It is indeed how it was recorded. This is something that I think I might have pointed out on a later note was that, yeah, this in general does not have. And I don't know, but I don't know if this is that we associate Chino's voice with that sturdy Deftones bottom end provided by the late and great Chi Cheng. That when we don't hear it here, what it's not here because he's not playing on the record, but it feels like an absence feels like a mistake almost like hey aren't you missing something you sending this to press whoa stop the truck this needs some bottom end but apparently not uh imagine my surprise though when i went to one song meanings.com and found that the team sleep fans i the sleepy boys that's, that's <laughs> them sleepy boys them sleepy boys uh, they showed up. A lot of comments on this one. Uh, Jenny, did you have any favorite comments? I did have a favorite. Uh, we had a comment from commenter Morse that was my favorite. And he, or I'm, I'm projecting here. They say, here's my take. Sort of unique, you can call it. It's about a crush a man has on one of his coworkers. They work at a cosmetics plant in the mechanical assembly area as replenishers. 
She's one of the few girls who catches his eye, and he's dying to impress her. It's been a while since he's had a crush on any female, especially from previous jobs. She's the one. Unfortunately, their encounter is short-lived, as after a week, he's laid off from his temporary position. Will the two ever cross paths again? (laughs) Yeah, um, (laughs) that could be what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) Truly a journey. Thank you, Morris. Don't give up on the storyline. I think it's only just getting started. That was also um, my favorite comment. Uh, There were a few comments that said that it was about the song of the sirens and the sirens tempting sailors to the doom also possible Uh did i tell you guys that i got a private message on songmeetings.com no so i've been looking at this not logged in for a while i didn't realize that and i logged in earlier today um and i noticed that i had a message and i said oh oh that's so exciting who messaged me it's from eight months ago from someone named molly 33 and i was like okay it says hi indigo angel 69 which is my username so i open it and it says you want to fuck come here arrow 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 www.sexbish.com there it is there it is i mean we waited eight months for it there it is but now that it's here molly's waiting for me on (laughs) sexbish.com you better talk to mitch Um, yeah sorry uh, i got a private message when we got married Uh, yeah (laughs) oh boy so oh boy feeling pretty good today just saying we ready for the uh the next track we gotta be All right, this is the single, this is Ever, Foreign Flag. I just like the idea of this record getting played at the old Maverick offices and head of Maverick Records. I'm going to say his name is Johnny Maverick. Goes, hold on, I smell a single. <laughs> uh, you know, I like this one. I like this one. It's more sensual, Chino. Uh, this feels like uh, Chino's like, you know what? I want to make a song that you can make the first dance at your wedding. 
and I gotta believe some hardcore Deftones heads, or maybe hard, hardcore Team Sleep Sleepy Boys, may may have done so. I can see this plan. So yeah, I, I I wrote my notes that this is you hope the album will follow in this trend and vibe, you know, Chino being sensual, all of that thing, you know, still building these had these builds, even though it doesn't necessarily have that bottom end that you're talking about, Matt. It still has, you know. I, I can't even it, it's it's the essence we're we're almost gliding off the cool a little bit on this you know and uh i'm into it i'm into this part this part of the record still kind of grabs me jenny thoughts uh it's been a while since we've talked about this but i feel like this record might be a playlist of sorts <gasps> Ooh, that's if cool. you if yeah. you catch my vibe if oh. you catch, uh-huh. say, hey jenny what <laughs> you mean a sex playlist (laughs) i just punched my microphone yeah i don't know i don't know how we all together just went through my whole high school sexual experience same um (laughs) yes i that is what i'm talking about that's the vibe i get from this song um i like it it's very chill but i can totally see like (laughs) putting it in a cd player but it's one of those ones where you push the buttons and the tray comes out it's like (laughs) then you put the cd in and it clacks around and then you press the button again and it goes uh, I, I feel like I am there. I have never heard a CD player so vividly described. I am I am in the mechanism right now, baby. I'm seeing I've, the laser. I feel like there are probably at least a handful of people who listen to this podcast regularly who have not had uh, extensive experience with CD players to understand like how fucking loud they were to like load the CDs oh, in. I had a six disc disc changer. Try <laughs> you also to have be... a six dick changer. <laughs> I got six dicks changing all the time. No, remember those Pioneer six disc changers? Oh yeah, you would put yeah. that thing in and it would be like. <laughs> Hey, don't worry. The smooth music is coming soon. (laughs) The old Focus that I drive still has one of those. And when they're trying to change, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Mitch, it's okay. It's the Focus. Don't worry about it. Very noisy. Very noisy. But Foreign Flag, you know, good song. Good song for sure. Very soothing. Very soothing very spacey vibes. Spacey vibes. Uh, you go to songmeanings.com. 35 comments on this one. Jenny, Tree once shock again. Shocks. Je- I know, right? Jenny, did you have any favorites? I got a couple, but did you have any favorites? You know what? Run wild with this one. What were your faves? All right. So my first fave was from Nobody Smith, who said, There is nothing to get in a Chino song. You can just feel it. And... I mean, what a what a what a rebuke to all these people doing the analyzing on songmeanings.com. And Jim Wasted responded to that comment and said, couldn't have said it better. You just feel the strong emotion the song offers. And I don't think it does refer to something in particular, but rather to something each and every one of us can relate to. 
May that be a girl or the crowd. I like to think it's about a special girl that you are making love to, and it's the strongest emotion you have ever felt. Maybe something unique, something you may only experience once. What a fucking journey. (laughs) Something you only experience once. Once. And so I was like, okay, that that's that's one. And so then we have a comment from Queen Brandy oh. who says the queen. The queen. <laughs> who says the queen Brandy who says, "Oh, it's me." Oh, okay. He says this is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Chino has the most captivating and mesmerizing voice. I can't help but be entranced. When I listen to it, I agree that you don't need to get anything that he writes. You just have to feel what is being conveyed, which he makes so easy to achieve. One drawback of this song, I wish it would go on forever. Forever. Can you imagine if this was still playing for the Queen? If it just never ended. Like, can we put on something else? Sorry. No. um, Ever. Foreign flag. Never ends. Endless song. Sorry. It's the Faustian deal I made. It can never end. Sorry. Sorry. I can never step in. (laughs) This is what you married into. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, uh, oh, this is another good one. Uh, Diane X. Diana X said, this song is amazing. I could die to this song. All right. Wow. Don't need to okay. bring that into it, but okay. All right. Okay. All right. One person wants the song to never end. This person's like, end me to it. Yeah. Jeez. Well, wow. Okay. All right. Up next, we've got Your Skull is Red. Oh, skull. It's red. <laughs> That's my Kino. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> Let me get world class impressions. What I see is is real. Take it to the fire, the fire I will see. And look into your body, but your body is on the show. Mad Mouse did it Don't again. Don't fuck Man? with the goat. <laughs> Don't mess with him. Wow. Ma- Listen, if you're like, no one's got my number, Matt Nas has got your number. <laughs> I'm coming for everybody. <laughs> I'm here for this. I, I think this is good. As I mean, I goofed on it because it's easy to goof on Chino's voice at this point. But if I would have heard this first, I think I would have transitioned to Deftones easier. Because this is a little bit more of a genre that I was into at the time. So if this would have hit me first, it I would have been much easier swayed to Deftones. 
That's how they get you. They give you the softer stuff, and then they get you the, they get you hooked on the harder stuff. Same thing. The softness mm. of Team Sleep then hooks you on the hard Deftones. Um, yeah, I wrote this as like indie Deftones in a way. Very loose. Got some spazzy drums in there, but Zach Hill, so that's not too surprising. Um, Zach Hill, some may know. Eagle-eared listeners, as Matt likes to say, would know. Also, in Death Grips. Uh, yeah, so I like this one. Your skull is red. Vivid, vivid imagery. Jenny, thoughts? Uh, I also enjoyed it. Your skull is indeed red. red. When it first comes out of your skin <laughs> being ripped off. <laughs> so... It's accurate. Uh, I also, I really did enjoy it. I like, I mean, it, this song sounded bigger to me too. I can, it, it's a lot more atmospheric, I think, than the the first two songs. Um, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. So there you go. Any uh, comments that you liked on songmeanings.com, Jenny? You know, I haven't read these comments yet. So if you have some, my uh, God. I- I have one written down from Mano Stewart who said, my take on these lyrics is almost the opposite to most of the people here who seem to think it's about murder. To me, it's not about murder, not in the slightest. It's about being in love and being grateful that the person you're in love with is alive. You <laughs> okay? dumb dumbs. <laughs> wow, so idiot. contrarian there. Oh, uh, yeah. Your skull is red. Your bones are red. When you murder someone, you don't see their skull or their bones, do you? Probably not. However, everyone who is alive has a red skull and red bones as blood is passing over them all the time. To me, mm-hmm. it's almost as if he's observing his partner and thinking about how much he loves her. The fact that her fingernails and clothes are red remind him of the blood which keeps her alive and, quote, and it feels good. The song celebrates life as opposed to celebrate the killing of life. And I was like, this comment is fucking bananas. And then that was on October 26, 2015. On September 27th, 2016, So Corny, we mentioned before on the show, came in and says, I agree with this interpretation. Definitely not about murder in my eyes. Perhaps some others just have murder too much on their minds. Scary thought. Wow. I don't know. I feel like anyone who said this song could be about murder seems totally normal to me. And anyone who says... <laughs> being grateful that the person you're in love with is alive i don't know mano stewart sounds a little wild to me sounds a little wild but you know what when you're a sleepy boy you're gonna be a little wilder than most look it's not about murder it's not about murder what are you gonna do All right uh for those keeping score at home this song was produced by team sleep so first song was produced by team sleep second song was produced by Greg Wells, and on and on we go. All right. Up next, we've got Princeton Review. What if, like, he just took a completely different lyrical swipe (laughs) in this song? Just did something he's never done before. It's just all about... I don't know. Chickens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just... 
Oh, this is a little bit of a difference. Well, this isn't Shino. Then I'm not in. <laughs> wow. 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 So that is not Shino on vocals. It's Rob Crow of Pinback and various side projects, Goblin Cock, lots of other ones that I can't think of at the moment. And um, I got to tell you, this was one of those moments where I was like, man, did I listen to this record when it came out? Because I did not realize Rob Crow was on it at all. Uh, so... I, it was an interesting mix of like live instrumentation with some programmed drums. You know, it, the bass does eventually come in around 3:20 in the song, and but I wrote in my notes this fits thematically with the album. But I am here for Chino. What's Rob Crow doing here? What's He's visiting. On? He's a guest. He, He's a guest. But Chino nowhere to be found on this song. It's like he mm. left the building. He says Rob's here. He's got it. <laughs> I'm going Rob's on a, fine. I'm going on a burrito run, so he was straight out the door, out the door. So, Jenny, what'd you think of this one? Um, I like it. I I really like Pinback, so I wasn't sad to have our guests stay around for a moment. Uh, but I agree, it's like whatever you want team sleep to be or whatever they whatever they want team sleep to be i think the truth is that people are there for chino so yeah to not have him there it kind of fell a little bit flat even though i thought if i heard this song in another context or with a different expectation i might feel a little differently about it but yeah i did miss our sweet boy Matt, thoughts on Princeton Review? I think Jenny, I think Jenny nailed it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jenny, you win. Yes. Um, but I, it, yeah, you. I, I can't. I would just want Chino. Any thoughts on what this song might be about? Hmm. Well, I could have listened to those lyrics, but I didn't. Fair enough. I went to songmeanings.com. And went to commenter Karma Police 911, who said, I think this song is about a guy who is in an ongoing conflict with his significant other over something she did in the past. He had a big argument over this and doesn't want to bring it up again, but sometimes he must liberate himself of the cold he feels inside by probing and dissecting the event. In doing so, he freezes their relationship. They cannot grow because all he can think about is her past. She doesn't understand why he keeps bringing it up and feels assaulted and defensive. That's my take on it anyhow. 
I I just want to let Karma Police 911 know that um, this is songmeanings.com, not the slash relationships page on Reddit. Just so you know where wow. you are on the internet. <laughs> or the Chasing Amy forum. Right? Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <sighs> Sometimes yeah. I go back and watch movies that I thought were, like, absolutely it when I was younger. And I'm like just pissed <laughs> Mitch is like we don't have to watch this I'm like don't turn it off I want to watch it this got a criterion release oh, oh my god yeah we're sitting through all of dogma sit down Mitch <laughs> Chasey I <laughs> I I have not rewatched dogma um, but yeah don't chasing, do it bro don't do it chasing Amy was a, a tough time tough rewatch I will say did it age? I mean, it, it did. Aged. It did age. Not oh, well. it aged. It, it aged. It, it aged, for baby. sure aged. It aged. Let's just keep it going. Let's just keep it going. All right. Up next, we've got Boulevard Nights. talk about something that I, I don't know if we necessarily touched on too much so far during side project summer but when any member of a band decides to go and do a side project there's generally like a goal of like you know what i just they just wouldn't let me do this in my other band you know i got i gotta stretch out i gotta do my thing that i can't do at my normal gig you know and with this song, I'm like, why not just be a Deftone song? Why not just complete this? Why not just take this all the way? Because as it is, it's not bad. But is it as good as a Deftone song? I don't, I don't really think it is. 
So that that really struck me with this one because it's so close. It's like so. It's like just touching it, you know, fingertips. But the form, the form of the song is kind of torn between these two worlds, right? Like it's torn between a Deftone song and kind of the. I don't know what you would call explosions in the sky or Pelican or a band like Godspeed or something like that, where it's like trying to be more sonically overwhelming. But like before Chino starts singing, I feel like it's going in that way. And then when he starts singing, which I don't mind, I mean, I'm a big Starflyer fan and they do the same type of thing. Like he sings in that real hushed, super hushed vocal uh, that that kind of Chino does in this, but it's like I don't. Who's who's team sleep then? Mm. Mm. And I still miss the bottom end. That was like the first real good punch in the album, and that was like gone in a heartbeat. And that was a bummer because I was like, yes, that's what I'm into, and now it's whew, gone, gone. Jenny, thoughts on Boulevard Nights? Um, I agree with what you all had to say about it. Um, but I did, I mean, I did still really like this song. It does sound like a Deftones B-side, but even a Deftones B-side is good for me. But yeah, I agree. It seems like, I don't know. I was really into bands like pelican and like jesu and stuff like that and it definitely did feel like it was starting in that direction but yeah i don't know i don't know if this like this album and we'll talk about it more but like this album is different than deftones for sure but it's especially once you get into like stuff that deftones do later it's not that it's not that far removed when it's actually Chino. When we have like Rob Crow, or there's another guest vocalist coming up shortly. Um, that then like kind of puts it into a different zone. But the rest of this just kind of sounds like it could be buried in a Deftones record, um, which is not a complaint. But from a side project, yeah, it is like, what are what are you not able to do? And I'm a little nervous as well because it's songs aren't really differentiating themselves from each other no they're They're, not no they're not (laughs) they are there is a tonal theme that is just being reiterated that on a cd um let's just say a sweet makeout session i ain't i ain't minding it but on a on a critical listen, I'm like, uh oh, all these songs are the same. Yeah. And if you're making out with me, I'm definitely gonna be like, a lot of these songs sound the same. Just gotta mention that <laughs> oh. real quick. <laughs> that Did you mention it? I just I gotta mention this real quick. These songs all sound the same. I have we're, we're gonna get back to it, but I just I just gotta mention the, the few, time, time few out. statements. That feel more believable to me have not been uttered on this show. <laughs> I've got to believe that's true. Uh, yeah. I, um, Is it like I'm mm-hmm. also aware that this album really all sounds the same? I have in my life on multiple occasions been playing songs for ladies, and they have told me later, 
I really wish you had shut up about the songs and we had just made out. But you know me, I got I to gotta give you the story. I got to give you the tale. <laughs> that is... Uh, there true. you go. Uh, songmeanings.com. Um, do you see any comments you like, Jenny? I did. Well, this one I actually just kind of agreed <laughs> I with. I did. Yeah, I did. Thanks for asking. Um, this one I actually agree with. Uh, Rager says, if Deftones made Be Quiet and Drive in 2005, it would sound a lot like this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's not wrong. Not wrong. I did uh, have another favorite. Oh, yeah. Please. It's from Sucky Music Sucks. And it just says prostitution. <laughs> that's a question, um, which I appreciated. Uh, my favorite comment from, was from Rock XWL, who said, I think it's the third idea. I guess responding to someone who had two other ideas. I think it's the third idea about sex. The lyrics don't give too many hints, but based on how Chino tends to write lyrics, a ton of them have to do with sex. So if the glove fits, you must quit. <laughs> That's you right. must agree Chino's talking about sex. You must quit, Chino. <laughs> if the gloves fit, Chino gets it. Nosebleed pass out. <laughs> yep. All right. There we go. All right, up next, we've got DeLorean. Yeah, so this one is uh, this one is just a little noodly uh, instrumental, um, produced by Team Sleep. Once again, zero Chino. It's got Todd Wilkinson on guitars, DJ Crook on drum programming, keyboards and turntables. Also, uh, forgot to mention Boulevard Nights, produced by Ross Robinson. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ross. All right. Up next, we've got our ride to the rectory.
summer, the love story that you've been waiting for. A man, a beach ball, a storm. Pixar Pictures presents <laughs> Beach Man. Mm, I love Beach Man. I love Beach Man. Um, I think this is Josh Hartnett's comeback. That's all I'm going to say. I think this is the one that brings him back. Um, you know, Chino's back. You got a bit of a trip-hop vibe. Rob Crow in the chorus. Once again, I'm here for Chino. Rob Crow shows up in this chorus. I'm like, you sound a little flat, Rob. Wow. No offense. Coming for Rob. Okay. I'm just saying, when you're up against our boy Chino, who is just, I'm going to say it, dripping sensuality. And then you got Rob Crow, whose thing has always been this sort of flat, almost sardonic tone. It's yeah. weird. It's a little weird, you know? Like, I feel like Chino's almost like, I don't want to say Chino's like ultra sincerity, but there's definitely an intensity. And then Rob Crow is like the opposite of that. So at least here he is. This one didn't really work for me. Jenny, thoughts? I liked this one. It doesn't like stand out or anything like that. But again, like I was telling Matt before we started recording, um, this was an easy listen and that it, it's it's very chill record. So it's like very easy to put on and just sort of like let it happen. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep listening to this. Like, it's a nice, chill, like, I was sitting on my porch yesterday, it was very nice out, and I was listening to this, just sort of sitting in my chair, staring out at the sky. Like, that was very nice, but what's difficult about it is thinking at about it from the angle of this podcast, where we're breaking it down song by song, because, like, there are a couple exceptions to this, but it's just so samey. And I don't know that it was going for anything different. Like, I think this whole thing, like, kind of like you said, Lauren is meant to be a vibe, and it is, but it's sort of hard to, to pick out each individual tiny thing in the vibe. It's like, yep, the vibe is continuing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, the The vibe has continued here. Indeed. Uh, songmeanings.com, eight comments. Uh, I pointed out in my notes the comment from one anti-jungle who said, Chino at it again. <laughs> yep. There we go. It's <laughs> not that far off. Yeah, find the lie. Find the lie. Find the lie. All right. Up next, we've got uh, Tomb of Lygia. like a sample of like some grizzled person telling a story about the land here just you wait matt <laughs> what <laughs> i'm excited don't be excited everybody around here used to talk about the farm the farm used to be over that hill the kershaws knew it well but nobody talks about it anymore what happened that night nobody can forget me, I prefer not to remember. To remember. To remember. To remember. I'm too fucking good at this, guys. Come on. <laughs>
right. Okay. All right. All right. Wow. I'm listen. All right. I this song stinks. I mean, what? You're insane. This song is terrible. This is one of the better songs on the album. What? What? Oh my God. You're you're insane. You're You're insane. insane. You're You're insane. insane. No, one of us is crazy, and I'm pretty sure it's you. Dare you? We're both going to get locked up. Oh, man. Oh, this song, a slow, boring dirge, no chino, Mary Timoney just rolling in, no thank you, based on an Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> poem. Get this out of here. Get this out of here. I counter oh, a please. sultry slow jam. Sultry. Uh, welcome, Mary Timoney. Stay as long as you like. She does. She stays all, she stays a real long time. She is on two songs on this record. She does not stay that long. Feels like forever. I like this commenter. song, uh, but I love, I love a slow, dirgy female vocal song. Love it. We'll listen to it anytime, anywhere. You just stop me and say, you want to listen to a slow boy? It's a slow lady, a nice little dirge. And I'll say, you better believe it. Let's sit down and listen to it. Listen, as a young man, I was raised <laughs> on Beth Orton. I was raised on better shit than this, okay? <laughs> this was by far. I I this song when I when I hit the song, I went, "Oh, I remember this shit." Definitely used to turn the record off at this point. Ah, uh, this song so yeah. it seems you have a difference of opinion. I don't think we agree on this song. I don't think so. I'm, I'm sorry that a woman showed up and upset you. Lauren. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Matt, you saw that. That was some underhanded <laughs> shit. I, wow. I, it's like the ball was on the tee. <laughs> oh, wow. And I have a bat. So. <laughs> oh, so she wow. ain't missing, baby. She's not missing. <laughs> She's not missing with that. Uh, yeah, this. Um, I will say though, in my defense, the Pitchfork review does say that um, that this song is an atonal dirge that is the low point of the record. So I'm not alone in my view that this song stinks and should be thrown away. You so. certainly, you certainly are not alone. Um, and I agree that it's a bit eye rolly that it is inspired by a Edgar Allan Poe poem. <laughs> but who who would I be if I if I didn't enjoy that? So we disagree, and that's okay. Matt, tiebreaker. Guys, did you hear me at the top of this song? Just <laughs> nailing how hard, <laughs> nailing it so hard. It was uh, about land, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I would say great song because it allowed me to flex. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, we all have our reasons for liking or disliking this song, and and they're all equally valid, I'd say. Um, Well, let's go. Let's continue to go through these songs before any friendships get ended here. Um, Up next, we've got Elizabeth.
So I will concede that I think this is my favorite Rob Crow vocal on the album. He gives a little bit more on this one. Uh, this is also the moment in the liner notes when the liner notes go bananas and they try to tell me this is Chino. And I'm like, don't lie to me. <laughs> don't lie to me, liner notes. I trust you. You're supposed to be the most trusted aspect of this record. And you're telling me this is Chino. But it's fucking not. Who is traditionally responsible for liner notes that's a good question i assume the band i don't know like i have no idea because clearly whoever put together these liner notes was like i guess it's you know i don't know (laughs) listen they scrapped the record they put out put it together a new one this thing's due soon all right throw the picture of the lady in her undies on the cover let's get this thing to press this is constant and consistent with deftones that's how they ended up with the nasal aspirator because they were behind on getting the liner notes to the label so i think it is the band that's responsible for the liner notes even though at this point chino probably had enough cachet that he could have had somebody help them but it was probably just like, so who wrote that? Ah, this person, this person, this person. It's good. Who? Well, I guess I'll put everybody because I forget. Gene, are you singing this song? Yeah, sure. That's, yeah, yeah. That's probably, me. probably. It reminds me of our, our dear friend Jess, uh, who often had to put together, um, I don't even know. Programs. Programs for various shows at the, the theater where we've done shows. And when people don't get her a bio, she just... Made it up. It. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe a similar deal. Might be. Might be. But, um, you know, I, I wrote, it's got a nice strum, but it's, you know, it's basically background music at this point. So, which I guess is perfect for making out. Once again, if you're making out with me to the song, I will say, hey, Rob Crow's <laughs> kind of doing a good job at this point. You will have stopped to skip track eight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I will. This one, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got to skip this song. It Fucking sucks hate ass. the song. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, that's a real boner yeah. killer. I gotta Don't want to listen to a dirge right now. <laughs> I'm not here for dirges. <laughs> got to get this off. It's important information. It's important information to share, I will say. Absolutely. Um, all right. Up next, we've got Staring at the Queen. The Queen is back! The Queen! And uh, staring at the queen is just a little instrumental boy there. It reminded me of 
CDs we used to get at the college radio station that had like no real label affiliation or were just like <laughs> off some like one-off thing. I remember there was an electronic artist named, and he might not sound anything like this, but the first thing came to mind, his name was Sex, but it was C-E-X, and he has like 20 albums, and they're all just sort of like weird electronic stuff, and you'd read these press releases that come from some label you never heard of that made it sound like man this guy cutting edge and it's like eh, i don't know sounds a little bit like dicking around to me when it comes to the splorg scene sex has been able to splorg harder and faster than anybody else listen if you're in the splorg scene and you're not talking about sex what are you even doing are you even a member of the scene or are you a poser in the splorg scene that's all i want to know don't be a poser in the splorg scene <laughs> don't pose on them splorgs just don't trust me on that just mm-hmm. trust me on that trust it all right up next we've got ever since world war one Once again, the liner notes want me to think this is Rob Crow. I know it's not. It's Chino. What a mess. Mm, it's an intern. An intern did this. Oh, man. What are you doing? Uh, I like this one, though. It's sort of like a jittery, stripped-down Deftones song. Not bad. Not bad. It definitely feels like Deftones Unplugged. Mm, Deftones Unplugged. Mm. Jenny, thoughts on Ever Since World War One? At this point, we got a lot of samesies going on, but there was a comment on songmeanings.com that I enjoyed. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if this will be the same one, uh, but Playing With Fire says, the song seems to be dealing with memories. <laughs> <laughs> and that just really tickled me. So uh, thank I, you, I, Playing With Fire. I, uh, I liked uh, all of the comments on songmeanings.com for this one, but I think my favorite was the one-two punch from Nobody Smith, who said, they posted, these are two separate comments. The first one is, this is in my top 20 of favorite songs. Okay, fair enough. Then they all came right. back and said, ever. <laughs> That's good. Kind of guessed, but all right. Oh, no, no edits, Matt. Don't think this is like some, like, nebulous constantly rotating top 20 this is a rock solid frozen in amber encased in concrete put in a time capsule top 20 all right no changes all right no take backs no take backs once it's in it's in forever boy oh boy forever ever ever all right 
Let's Up next, we've got King Diamond. Not that King Diamond. It would be awesome if he showed up. Though. I agree. <laughs> So this reminds me of like, it's like a hip hop trip hop version of the song MX on Around the Fur. This sort of call and response with this female vocal. And I wrote in my notes, it's kind of cool. Uh oh. I thought this was the dumbest song on this record. This song? There's this a is, song, this, Jenny. This is I don't a know podcast if podcast ca- divided. <laughs> Jenny, I don't know if you caught it. Earlier on this album, there's a song <laughs> in which a woman um, gravely intones for nearly five minutes. I'm here about for an it. Edgar Allan Poe poem. I would rather listen to somebody gravely intone for five minutes and stop. Just stare. Like, I just, I don't know. This one. This one did not work for me. I'm sorry to say, Lauren. I just thought it was kind of cool. I didn't think it was totally cool. <laughs> Lauren, I, I think this cool. is your favorite oh, song ever. I mean, listen, it's sealed in amber, <laughs> locked in a basement, put it in a tomb <laughs> safety deposit box, ever yeah. favorite. Yep. Um, it's going to be in the top of your cane. Oh, like man. in Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's it. What do you got in there? Oh, just a team sleep song. Don't worry about it. Let's talk about them dinos. Very sleepy island. Songmeanings.com. Couple good comments. Francis the Mute says, I think the song is about total frustration with either a groupie or his wife or something. <laughs> Sounds like he is having sex and trying to appreciate it, and she keeps saying frustrating shit that makes him pissed off. He wants her to restart because she's ruining the intimacy of the moment. That's okay. one hell of a comment. That's one yeah. hell of a comment. Wow. Somebody yeah. else. You see, I don't know if you saw these other comments, Jenny. Everybody thinks it's about people trying to talk while they're having sex, which you do not do. <laughs> um, Just talk you, about unrelated. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, nobody nobody, nobody likes it. Yeah. You got to stay focused on uh, what's going on. People are trying to hold conversations while doing it. That is what is being presented in the comments in songmeanings.com is, is that... 
the premise of the song is that Chino is like, let's do it. And she's like, so I am not caught up on the wire and people keep telling me to watch it. And he's like, stop, restart. We're doing it. We're not talking about the wire. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they start doing it again. And then she's like, you did it again. Not everybody is wearing face masks outside and it's frustrating me. And he's like, stop, restart. There we go. It could happen. It could. In in these times, it could happen. It really could happen. Absolutely. All right. Up next, we've got live from the stage. This sounds pretty familiar. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's pretty much just that for a little while. Uh, again, at this point, to me, this, this is just like a very chill background vibe. Uh, nothing really stood out to me too much about that song. How about you, Lauren? Well, according to the internet, this is a redone version of the song Natalie Portman. I went and sought out the original version of Natalie Portman. Not a huge difference. A few people said that the lyrics, there may be a version of the lyrics where they talk more specifically about Natalie Portman and it is quote unquote embarrassing. Um, (laughs) So that's just what they're saying. Online, there's one comment on uh, song meanings from Starlight Vibes who said, after seeing Chino perform this live pretty intimately at a couple feet away, Live from the stage, so to speak, I can say this song to me comes off as that time of the night for Chino to just go off and rock out, but be completely in his own world. The total feeling of the song is like leaving behind the life you love for months at a time to go on tour, leaving behind someone he may love. I'm not going to wait for you tonight. Whatever it really means, it can only be that Chino is amazing. Mm, It can only be... I, I got to tell you, if you submitted that one as an English paper and you're like, don't worry, I'm going to get to my thesis. You're like, whoa, <laughs> took, took some left turns there to get to that ending. Um, yeah, this one gave me some prog rock vibes. According to the liner notes, which I'm going to be honest with you, may not be, tr- could not possibly be trusted. Uh, Ross Robinson produced this. Hmm. But who knows? You'd never know. You never know. Was Ross Robinson even there? sounds like they had the PA system like a million miles away from him. Uh, put him in the echoey room. Cool. Uh, make sure the room has the highest ceilings you've got. And um, yeah, that'll work. Let's make it happen. Quick cue. Ooh. How respectful of our time is this album? This album comes in at 53 minutes and 59 seconds, according to Wikipedia. That's a long one. That's a long one. It's a bit long. It's a little long. 
But All hey, right. we've yeah. only got a couple tracks left, so let's, let's do, do this. Up next, we've got Paris Arm. standing out so this song is in french and uh i went to songmenus.com because i knew that somebody was going to provide a translation for me but i did not expect this comment from one page love who said i speak french pretty much all this song says is i want to be with you in your arms in paris basically in a nutshell it's not about bringing home a bottle of wine or making your lady scream. I don't find it corny. There is no such thing as corny. Just people who don't appreciate things appropriately or people who don't understand how the person speaking feels. The French thing always gets to me anyways in a good way. Strong statement. No such thing as corny. You just don't appreciate it. Now, her... Paige loves comment about it's not bringing home a bottle of wine or making your lady scream was in response to a comment by one Francis the Mute who says, I don't know French, but I think this song is about bringing home a bottle of wine and romancing your lady until she screams out in ecstasy. I'm going home to romance my lady right now. She's attached to my right arm. Internet porn, here I come. Just hit repeat. It will take me at least two plays to finish. Ew, dude. Ew. That's way too <laughs> wow. much information. Wow, wow, wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. So um, Paris Arm takes everyone to different places, I would say. I thought it was all right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right, we've got one track left, and it is called 1111. Make a wish.
like that stuff. So Chino does come in at two minutes into the song, so it does. He doesn't leave us hanging. But I remember thinking when this song first started on my first listen for the episode, I was like, "Wait, Chino doesn't even see us to the door. He has Rob do it." Yeah. But then Chino shows up, and I was like, "Okay, thank you, Chino. Thank you, Chino." Um, I wrote this as an elegant strummy boy with some electronic texture, and. Pretty much, I mean, how 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 I guess this album decides to end. I don't want to say it's like how you expect it to. I don't know. It just sort of goes. So, yeah. Jenny, thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I just sort of drifts out to see. Um, this song really just sounds like a pinback song, which is fine with me because I like pinback. But yeah, I really didn't. I was sort of surprised the first time that I was listening to it for the show that this was it. I was like, oh. It's done. It was. It did not feel like a proper send off. But again, it was fine. This whole album is just like a fine, vibey thing, except for the war it incited between us. <laughs> uh, Matt, thoughts on Eleven Eleven before we get to our next? Yeah, I, I I like this type of thing. It kind of also gave me a. Um, like a built to spill modest mouse ask vibe um mixed with that kind of like slower starflyer 59 sound so i i'm i'm into that stuff but i know that we're gonna have a conversation about the album as a whole so i'll just kind of wait a moment to share my thoughts on that all right then it's uh, the part of the show where we talk about the <laughs> Is it canon talk? Why not? Why not? <laughs> the, well, I, I, when yeah. We had originally talked about this many, many uh, years ago. At least yes. two at this point. I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did have like this crazy catchphrase of like, is this side project ego or is it essential? Yes, we did. I couldn't I, remember what it was. Th- I, thank you. Steel yeah, trap. I, thank you. Uh, I believe that was the thing. And um I think I we know I'll... we know where Fieldy Streams lands. Oh, yeah. Essential, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ass central. Ass. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay, then there you go. We're, we're installing this one with, with the second of our side project summers. Uh, ego or essential? Jenny, we'll start with you. I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't know if I could actually put this in ego or essential. Um, I don't know that it's it. Maybe it's more on the side of ego. I don't know. I like this record. I don't think I'd consider it to be essential. It's good. It for sure it's good. And I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure I'll listen to it again in time. Um, I don't know if I'd call it essential. For, there's, I'm getting hung up on that word. There wasn't a ton in here that felt super egoic to me. I mean, this whole thing seems extremely collaborative. There are lots of guests on it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that I can choose one, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm curious about what you two think. I uh, I agree with you, Jenny, that yeah, it is it is tough, I guess, with, with that yeah the two options of ego or essential that yeah this is definitely a very collaborative 
record. Chino is definitely letting other people take the wheel, and which which is strange because it, it is always been presented as a sort of like Chino side project. But then when you dig into it, it's really like Chino just got a bunch of people together and still let them do it. So it just made it seem like when it came down to it, he really isn't much of a control freak. If you if that's what you think, it's a strange album to me. It's it's moody and chill, but it tends to become like especially in the second half like just like vapor to my ears like nothing grabs on to me and it doesn't really have any strong hooks but i'm not really i don't think that's the goal i think it's it's more of intending to be a mood piece uh i do wonder like what's i mean how they feel about the fact that they scrapped the record when it leaked and then basically remade it and made new things like and and once again they're running against time so it's like i mean is this another is this a case where it's like well the record had to come out so this is the record that came out it is what it is yeah as it stands i mean it was um it was it was admittedly a a nice uh respite from uh getting throttled a little bit as we tend to (laughs) week after week here so yeah i guess i can't really give it ego or essential in that regard it's it's because it is right there in the middle I guess I'd lean more ego, though, because it does feel more, like, personal. Like, this is, like, almost I could see Chino being like, you know what, this one's this one's for me and my buddies, you know? I could see that, for yeah. sure. So I guess I'd lean more ego. Matt Nas. Hey, you know, we're making our own rules here. We can throw in a, thir- a third E. We could say exploratory. Uh, I'd say that one, then. Yeah. Um, me three. No, I, I I would say this is definitely an exploratory album. I, the reason I would say that it's a little bit more ego is because there's not too much in here that the Deftones couldn't do. You know, like except the stuff that are that are straight up pinback songs, or you know, there isn't. Even though this would not even be close to. A Deftones record, Deftones could make a lot of these songs and probably make a lot of them better. So it, it does feel like he, him going out on his own and giving it a try, and maybe that is that is his exploration. I think it's a mix of his ego and his exploration to be like. But I, I also don't know at the time that he originally recorded it the state of the band because I know that they have been tumultuous at times Uh, i think this was this was a tense period for sure because right after this is the this is this comes out right after the self-titled which that was a record that came late and then after this they make saturday night wrist which is their most fraught record where chino is basically saying i have no friends in the lyrics and he recorded a lot of it separate and they didn't like the producer it was a whole thing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad we listened to it. I, I would never have expected this record from the front man of Deftones. It, it's an interesting list, listen, but the the style, I think there's better bands that do it. Um, it's just because you want to hear Chino's voice on that song structure. Mm-hmm. is really the only hook of this and it doesn't uh warm its welcome i think it kind of wears it out by the end 
All right. Well, there you have it. Team Sleep by Team Sleep as we bring the end to our second side project of Side Project Summer. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send us those racks. Send us those bands. Send us those hot riff pit activating tracks. We want to hear them. Until next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.